we're home and we're here more than we've ever been. And so are they. But the impact we're having on them, we have to be more conscious than ever of actually being there and present when they're here. Or then I feel guilty when we're all here. Yeah. And, And that's the frustrating part is that we're all here and we think we're spending time with them, but we really aren't because we're just constantly distracted and trying to get work done, you know, in the five minute windows that they're doing online school or whatever. And so it's frustrating for us. It's frustrating for them because they're not getting all our full attention. So it's a different type of guilt, I think. But I think we recognize what we need to do to make ourselves feel less guilty in those situations. Building a successful real estate career requires you to adapt, pivot, and constantly master new skills. We're Katie and Daniel Steinfeld. We've built our own innovative brokerage. And in this podcast, we've assembled actionable tips and strategies that you can implement to take your business to its maximum potential. It's time to level up. Level up. Welcome to another episode of Level Up. As always, we welcome you to subscribe if you haven't already. Please feel free to add comments as we discuss today's topic and reach out anytime with ideas for more. We're happy to have you along. And today, on the day after a special day, we've got a special topic. That's right. We are talking about, well, first I wanted to introduce the topic as mommy guilt in real estate, but when I talk to you about it, I think you also feel that daddy guilt, if that's what we want to define it as, or maybe it's just parental guilt. Parental guilt. <laughs> let's, let's, let's bring, yeah, let's make this all, all equal. Well, I, I don't think, uh, I, I think mommy guilt, when you talk about it, I think it's a real thing that's probably more prevalent in women than it is in men, maybe. Yeah. In our situation, it's something I've been able to experience. Right. <laughs> I won't say enjoy, but it's something that we both share. Yeah. But yeah, so yesterday was Mother's Day. That's and right. so what better time to yeah, talk about guilt? To talk about <laughs> guilt. Because when, when you think of mothers, yeah. you think of guilt. Right. So I think for for myself, and I think you said it once you got into real estate, you you started to feel it a little bit more. What, I, you know what? We probably have a lot of people listening who have no idea what we're talking about. <laughs> like you just so, like for the mommies out there, there. Might, yeah. they might be like, yeah, cool. But for everybody else, they might be like, yeah, my mother makes me feel guilty. <laughs> so why are we talking about this on a real estate podcast? Yeah. So why don't you give us the Coles notes on what you call mommy Mom guilt? guilt? Okay. So I think for myself and probably a lot of moms out there, when we are working and we have kids, especially when they're young, uh, you tend to feel guilty when you are going out to work. And a lot of times in real estate, it happens to be on the evenings and the weekends when the kids are home or you know it's bedtime or whatever it is. And for myself personally, I felt it, especially when the kids were a lot younger, when they were just babies. Uh, I know our two youngest, I tended to be out a lot more with work and Mm -hmm. I remember just the emotion and just feeling so much guilt leaving them um, with obviously somebody that is a lot more capable, is just as capable, which is you, (laughs) but still I felt as though I should be home and I should be the one that, or the primary caregiver, I guess, um, in those situations. And I think that's just a natural feeling as a mom and you feel that. I wouldn't, 
Is primary caregiver a thing that we used know. to say before, like, we started doing our own taxes? I don't know. I'm wondering if it is. And it's funny, the, uh, the guilt is now showing its head as one of our, that's beautiful. That's a very nice, your name. Yes. It looks very good. Our youngest is here showing us her schoolwork because we are now trying to do the mommy and daddy thing while working, (laughs) while recording a podcast, while four separate virtual classrooms are going on. So um, in a lot of ways, I wanted to talk about that later, but in a lot of ways, I'm interested in how the, I'll call it mommy, daddy guilt for us at least, but how this has changed, whether it's gotten worse or better or just different in the pandemic, because you're talking yeah. about when they were younger and when mm-hmm. you were, I guess that's when you were starting your real estate career. Or was that when you were in your last job? No, it was when you were starting in real estate was when they were younger. Well, I think I always felt it, um, especially when you were working full time. Right. But I mean, when, when our kids, when our youngest was born, yeah, were they around at all? Like, did you have time at your old job? No. No, like no, it, it's always been real estate. estate. Yeah. yeah. Um, not that we're going to go down memory lane of what your career path has been. But yeah, there was a period of time, I guess it would have been about four or five years, the mm-hmm. first four or five years of us having kids where I was working a full-time job, yeah, doing the nine to five downtown thing. And you were in real estate and yeah. doing, like you said, doing the, if I'd get home, if I'd get home, when I'd get home. <laughs> Uh, a lot of times evenings and weekends would be when you'd be able to do your stuff. And right. I guess that's where the guilt kicked in for you. Yeah. Oh, a hundred percent. And I think a lot of us experience, a lot of moms experience it. And it's really hard to get out of that mindset because you feel as though you should be there for your kids pretty much all the time. Um, I think for me, it's always just kind of been something that it's taken some time, but I've gotten over. Um, and I, and I don't know where the, where the, where it shifted for me, um, in terms of wh- why I felt that way or, or why I stopped feeling that way. I think. Well, when, when did you stop feeling that way? Cause that might lend some, some hints to what yeah, triggered it. I, I wonder if part of it is just that I was, the kids have gotten older, so I feel like they're more self-sufficient and, I'm not feeling as bad leaving them with you because <laughs> it's easier. It's not easier, but it's, I guess, less stressful with crying babies and diaper changes and all that kind of stuff. Maybe. I, well, I, I think we come at it from different angles, obviously, mm-hmm. but we talked at the beginning about how when you first brought this up to me, I didn't take offense, but I don't think people think about this as something that dads feel because in a lot of cases, the whole stereotypical dads at work, moms at home uh, approach is what prevails. And for us, it was similar, for sure. For the first four years I'm working, I didn't have the appreciation of what leaving the kids, like leaving the kids every day was part of the routine. Yeah. So for me, I was excited to come home to them, but I didn't experience the full day of stress that is raising babies and kids and all that until I've joined this industry mm-hmm. where we're doing the same thing and on our own and raising now what is for kids. But since that point, 
that's where I got triggered with daddy guilt because then anytime there was something, it wasn't even daddy guilt as much as it was daddy husband guilt for me because it was anytime I'd leave, part of me was upset leaving them, but it wasn't that I didn't think you were capable. The other, the real thing was now I'm leaving you on your own with them, even though you'd done that already. I think for me, we're doing the same job and we're doing things out there. So why should I be leaving and leaving you with the kids while I go out and work? Even though I had no real appreciation of that for the first four years when that's just what life was. Right. Yeah. I think, I think for me, it was recognizing or just telling myself that my kids are stronger for me having a career because they see their mom, if if that's what they want for themselves, Mm -hmm. like having a career just as like strong as their dad has. And so I thought that that was probably a good lesson for them to learn and understand and see. Um, And the other thing was just recognizing and, and knowing that the kids are in good hands with you. Like you might not do things the same way I do. You might not, you know, clean up as, as you go throughout the day. Be careful. (laughs) No, I'm just saying though, like you do things differently. And I think that's a good thing for our kids. And I think until I started recognizing that and telling myself that, um, it, it made it easier to leave. And I thought it, it just, it just was easier for me to understand the dynamics of it all. Well, yeah. Okay. So you're talking about what made it easier for you. Yeah. Well, and I'm just so, trying to give people yeah, well, like, and, help in terms of that. Cause I think there's a lot of people out there that are still, are always dealing with that. Yeah. I mean, if the, and that's, I guess so my, my guilt was never, I'm working and I should be with them. That wasn't the guilt. Well, that, and that's and, what I'm saying. And that's where yours is different. And, and for me, this, that solution you said was always what allowed me to go work, and it mm-hmm. still is, is for sure. You want your kids to see you as the role model you want to be for them. And that doesn't mean you need to be working your no. ass off. No. It could be you're an awesome parent who stays, stays home. Stays at home, yeah, no, but, exactly. But for me, I mean, I want them to have ambition. I want them to see that when you work hard, you will succeed and try, try again. And I want to see, when they see us, have rough days. I mean, we don't want to expose them to misery and, and all yeah. that, but resilience and all that, all those lessons come with being able to work. For me, I think the guilt that needed to be uh, overcome was not the I'm working and I should be with them. It was, um, I think more, I, I'm trying to put it into words. I think the guilt was more Maybe it was self-guilt. It was like, I want to be able to spend more time with them. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And like, I don't even know if that's guilt as much as it is like, I feel like I'm depriving them of Mm -hmm. time they should have with their dad. And it's not that I shouldn't be working. It's just like, isn't there a better time I can do this? It's like, can I do all of my work once they go to bed? Mm -hmm. And we still have that a bit now, like especially in the world we're in, like all the kids and everybody in the world is going crazy. And even though we're home all the time, it's a very diluted and you need to make a conscious effort to be present for them, even when you're physically present with them. So that's where the struggle is now for me. I think I've come to terms with that more. And we've talked about it all the time that like, we're home and we're here more than we've ever been. And so are they. 
but the impact we're having on them, we have to be more conscious than ever of actually being there and present when they're here, or then I feel guilty well, when we're all here. Yeah. And, and that's the frustrating part is that we're all here and we think we're spending time with them, but we really aren't because we're just constantly distracted and trying to get work done, you know, in the five minute windows that they're doing online school or whatever. And so it's frustrating for us. It's frustrating for them because they're not getting all our full attention. So it's a different type of guilt, I think. But I think we recognize what we need to do to make ourselves feel less guilty in those situations. And it's, it's hard. It's a conscious effort. It's, yeah. it's a it's real It's really effort. hard. Yeah. It's like, easier said than done for sure. Uh, if you're a parent out there and we're now into month, what is it? I don't even know. It's yeah, like I've year 12 of the pandemic. <laughs> and... It is okay, understandable, and you'd be crazy if you weren't pissed off at your kids. Hmm. And it's, well, it's not okay because we get mad at ourselves for uncontrollably just being pissed at our kids when really it's not their fault. They're just being our kids. Yeah. And they haven't been able to see our friends, which has arguably more of a, definitely has more of a social impact on them than it does on us. Yeah. Like this is their quote unquote formative years and all that. Right. But, we need to get our job done and we need to get our work done. So yeah, the guilt right now comes after we snap or we just, we don't even snap. We just don't give them real attention anymore. Yeah. Or we haven't been and we've been right. consciously trying to notice when that's happening. Yeah. And I think as I think about it and as we go through our days, if if we can try, and, and this is what we've been trying to do, but it's, as again, easier said than done. If you can try to structure your day in a way where, you know, work is work and don't bother me at that time, but then you do have time where, you know, computers down, phones off and just spending time with them and actually be present in that moment. Like the more you can be present in any moment during the day, even when you're working, um, it's, it's going to be, it, you're going to feel like you got a lot more done and you're going to feel less guilty as a result. Because if I can spend real time with the kids during the day, if it's, you know, no matter how much time it is, but just like an hour even, I feel much better and I feel less guilty when I need to actually sit down and work and yeah. want to be in, uninterrupted. Well, and yeah, so that leads to, you touched on another solution, I guess, or, or approach we, we've taken here and we've been semi-disciplined with it, but scheduling the day. Yeah. Like we had a whiteboard in our living room mm -hmm. that it, I, I compared it to like the activity board on like a cruise ship or at an all-inclusive where like eight to nine, you're in school, nine to 10, it's going to be recess and snack and whatever. Down to the, here's what's for lunch. Here's what's for dinner. Here's the playtime, not on screens. Like here's the playtime with us. Here's the, this, here's the, that. And we're not kidding ourselves thinking that everybody's going to go to the board and say, oh, it says I'm supposed to be reading a book, so I won't talk to mommy and daddy yeah. now. Absolutely, it's still a gong show. But with the structure, they've got something to look forward to. We've got things to look forward to. We've got defined times where we can try to at least put our head down mm -hmm. and get the work done we need. And that's been helpful when we've done it. I mean, virtual school is what it is right now. We're playing it the way it's got to be. And that has some structure time-wise. I mean, our our youngest is not getting a full day because it's kindergarten. So it's a very disjointed day where right. we're finding one of those pockets right now to record this. Um, but 
I don't want the expectation of our kids to be, and we've talked to a lot of parents and we've been in the same boat. I don't want the expectation of our kids to be, if I'm not in virtual school, I'm just staying on the screen for the rest Mm -hmm. of the day and I'm just going to hide at a computer or a tablet or whatever. (laughs) Until I get caught. Because, yeah, because I know mommy and daddy would rather I stay out of their hair and they'll not bother me Mm -hmm. if I'm just whatever, playing Candy Crush. I don't think they play Candy Crush anymore. (laughs) Playing Carmen Sandiego. (laughs) Yeah. And I I also think that the more you can, if if you do have a partner in this, um, the more you communicate with them about when you are feeling frustrated or when you do need to get work done and you just need the time, that has been helpful, I think, for us. And I think as moms, especially if you've got a husband who isn't in real estate that doesn't have the same schedule, um, communicating with them to let them know, you know, your job is, and, and I think they know that, but like you need to recognize your job is just as important as anybody else's job. Well, any, any mom anywhere, any, like yeah, I you think, are but, important at what you're doing, whatever your job is. But I think what happens is because, you know, at least as mom and, and dads, I think, Um, as parents, when you're in real estate, you have what seems to be a more flexible job. So a lot of the duties in childcare, whether it's doctors or dentist appointments, or when the kids get sick, you're home with them because you've got the flexibility to shift your schedule around and make that happen. So I think you have to recognize when you have to work together to make, to make the schedule work. And, you know, you don't always have to be bending over backwards, because you have the more flexible job. Um, if that's something that's a source of frustration for you, you need to talk about it and, and try to work something out. And my assumption is that if your partner is a decent person, that they'll likely be able to work with you on it. And sometimes it doesn't happen. But I remember when you were working full time, there were times where you had to take a bit of time off or you had to leave the office early in order to for me to get out and do my thing as well. So it's a balance and it's hard. But try not to be the martyr and just go with it and and try to make everything work on your own. You've got hopefully somebody else that can be that support as well. Yeah, you don't need to be a victim all the time. Like, don't feel like your job because it is by definition. I mean, it's flexible, but it isn't. In a lot of ways, your job is less flexible because you're at the mercy of not just one boss or anything like that. You're at the mercy, depending on how you run your business, of a world of clients who have very real-time needs. And you need to be able to drop everything or at least be flexible enough to drop everything sometimes right away. And I get it. We talk all the time about, well, you know, know what comes first and priorities and all that. But the nature of our business is very every minute, every hour counts. Mm -hmm. And so you need to understand that your partner needs to understand that. And to a large degree, I mean, without stressing out your kids, it's helpful to us that our kids, there it is, my <laughs> throat bomb of the day. It's helpful to us that our kids understand what we do and the volatility of it in a way that's not threatening or mommy and daddy are never here. Mm-hmm. But if we say, I've got to take this call, they understand what that means. Yeah. And they're not insulted by it. Um, yeah. And I mean, we've got, 
older kids now who understand that, who aren't, you know, two or three years old. Like I just remember you get a phone call and they're literally chasing you screaming throughout the house and you're just trying to find a, a spot to, yeah. to hide to be able to have a conversation. So if you haven't had a conversation with a client ducked with, in a closet yeah. or in your bathroom, you haven't yet lived. Yeah. Or like running away from your kids oh, yeah. while you're on doing the run. It. But it, you know, every every stage has its challenges, and if you're right now uh, a parent of young young kids, babies, toddlers, um, it, it's it's a whole other ball game. Um, we we get that. Uh, so there, there's obviously changes you'd have to make. And that and that's another side of guilt you should not have. Don't feel guilty that you have kids and that you're living this life right now, especially when everyone's stuck at home. Like there is a global understanding that the world is completely topsy-turvy right now. And every Zoom call, every phone call, every everything is going to have distractions, whether it's your kids, your pets, you know, your husband accidentally walks out of the shower behind you when you're trying to do a call with your colleagues. I, okay, I don't understand how that actually happens. People are stupid. I mean, that, that that hasn't happened in our house. I start the call after I've had the shower and I'm still not dressed, but I just sit there without any clothes on. Um, I'm Are you joking? I hope I'm joking. Okay. She's like, when have you done one of those? Um, but just give yourself a little bit of, the word is grace, is it not? It is. I never use the word grace, but give yourself some grace and understand that not just because everybody's going through it, but because even if this wasn't a pandemic, like life is life and we talk about priorities, your kids and your family are your priority or should be your priority. Yeah. So if your guilt is stemming from the fact that you are uh, letting down the people you deal with in your business because of your family and your kids, scrap that first mm -hmm. before you start to feel guilty about the opposite, which is prioritizing work over your kids mm -hmm. because I think you need to establish that structure to how you're going to do things. We talked about a daily schedule and we try and we're still not there yet, but we try at the beginning of every month, at the beginning of every week to lay things out yeah. so that we know with each other, not just with our kids, when do you need to be out? When do you need to be this? What is important this week that is a, a, a must do? Right. Plot those in for yourself, whether it's with your partner or just on your own. And the more that's understood by everybody in your house, the easier it's going to be for you to not feel guilty. Yeah. And just like you have those meetings that you can't miss, that you have to be present for, that you have to be out of the house for, do the same to spend time with your kids. Take an hour and just put it in your schedule. If it's not in there, it's not going to get done. You could say, okay, I'll try to carve out half an hour sometime today. And then the day gets away from you. And then you're kicking yourself at the end of the day and feeling guilty. So instead of doing that, carve it out, put it in your schedule and actually have it ready to go and let your kids know too. Because a lot of times it's so funny when you're ready to spend time with them They're especially when they're older, they're like, yeah. Oh, well I was going to do this or I yeah. wanted to be on my computer or whatever. So make sure they understand. So everybody can look forward to it and then you have the time you spend together and then everybody can then move on to their own thing. And it isn't that easy. 
No. Right. Like no, no. it's it's not Anything like the hour advice, you budget. Yeah. Yeah. No. Like you put aside an hour for them and you spend it with them. That's not like currency that's now banked and the rest of your day is now yours. Right. Yeah. So obviously expect that any time you spend is fantastic, but your kids are going to want more time with you. Kids by nature want yeah. more and yeah. that's good. That's a good thing that they want to be with you. Right. I still know the day is going to come for us. It hasn't yet where our kids don't want to know from us, Yeah. right? At the same time, that's where you shouldn't feel guilty. If you are making the time and you're dedicating it the way you set out to, whether it's whatever it is, a half an hour, an hour or more a day, that you're giving them your full self, use that to to erase the guilt the rest of the day or the other times where you've told them you need to be busy, right? Mm -hmm. Because they're still going to be tugging at you and wanting to make slime or wanting to whatever. The other thing too, which we did this past weekend, and I think it's another solid way to kind of hybrid things, is the stuff they can help with. Mm. So not just playtime, but like if you're doing household chores or if you're doing some sort of a project and you can engage them in that, it's going to make your productivity a little bit lesser, even though you've got more hands, but it's going to be quality time. It's going to be something they can feel involved in and you're going to feel less guilty while you're getting things done that you wanted to get done. So don't have your kids write up your agreement to purchase and sale, but (laughs) if you're mowing the lawn or if you're doing gardening, get them involved. Maybe not mowing the lawn either. (laughs) If if you're, if you're using a machete in the bush, don't, don't. Yeah. There's, there's so much. So (laughs) machete in the bush. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I'm just trying to come up with something dangerous. But anyway, so, I mean, I hope that was helpful. I, I know, again, it's easier said than done. We're, we're all in this together and we will, we'll pull through. This is, a, this is even harder than regular life right now, I think. So right, I, over a year ago, we were recording podcasts where they were ending with the same sort of lines. We're going to get through yeah. this. We're going to pull to, and, and who knows how long this might go on. I mean, we yeah. also were saying a year ago, it looks like we're turning a corner. Yeah. I mean, I think we are now. People have got some shots in arms, which is great. Yeah, I um, think, yeah, I think school's going to be back in September. Let's plan for that. Yeah, but, because... but also plan for a summer of your kids. Yeah. I don't know about camps and programs and all that, so... Yeah. Start planning. Start identifying the stuff you like to do with your kids that they like to do with you. Yeah. And just And look forward to it. Yeah, this isn't a, this isn't a chore. <laughs> this isn't like, okay, you're going to have to put aside an hour with like, you know, putting a ball and chain around your leg. Who are your kids? <laughs> and that's all. Thanks yeah. for listening. Happy late Mother's Day to all of those mothers out there that are listening. Yeah, and happy Eve to the Eve to the Eve to the Eve of Father's Day. A lot of Eves. It's a lot of Eves. I don't even know what it is. It's in June, right? It's June. Is it the second Sunday of the June? I don't even know. That anyway, works. every day's the same up. in the world we're in right now. <laughs> the sun is shining, the weather is sweet. All right, we will see you next week. Have a good Don't be guilty if you if you listen to this like in a week or two from now. We won't be guilty if you do either. <laughs> Take care. Bye. <laughs> Level up, 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 level up,